Hello, we are reading in the readings of Baal Sulam, letter 16. You can find the study material on our site. In the Arvut system, just go up on top where it says study material. Questions will be asked during the lesson. Pertinent questions will be aired. A few emphasis about this lesson, lessons for men and women. Anyone who's interested, we invite you to connect to the Arvut system where you can ask questions and see you in the broadcast. If you enter a room where your tent is with less than four friends, we ask that you move to the special rooms that were opened according to language where you'll be able to sit with the friends from your language and you'll be able to, we'll be able to see all of you in the broadcast. For example, Hebrew, Heb 1, 2, or 3, Ing 1, 2, 3, Rush, same thing, and the women rooms with the W preceding it. As usual, we need to continue. That's our custom at this time every day, the letters of Parasulam. Later we will move to other readings, also from Parasulam and Rabash. We'll go to Zohar excerpts. And it all depends on the extent in which we are persistent and how we advance. But these materials are presented to you every day so that it will enter your mind and your heart and also changes every person and brings people closer. Other than that, we are under the umbrella of Balasulam. Therefore, it's important and great. Please, Gilad. So, letter 16. To my soulmate, I received your letter yesterday, and I enjoyed it because I saw that you want to do as I wish, after all. Regarding your first question, your words are very confused. It is a profound matter, and I am preoccupied now, but I will nevertheless elaborate a little on the matter. Perhaps you will understand and accept it from now on. That's something that they had before. Maybe they didn't understand one another. And now the letter begins. I have already said in the name of the Baal Shem Tov that prior to making a mitzvah, one must not consider private providence whatsoever. On the contrary, one should say, if I am not me for me, who is for me? But after the fact, one must reconsider and believe that it was not by my power and the might of my hand that I did the mitzvah, but only by the power of the Creator, who contemplated so about me in advance, and so I had to do. Again, this is a very important piece. We need to see it as the law of creation. Okay, again. I've already said in the name of the Baal Shem Tov that prior to making a mitzvah, one must not consider private providence at all. 
On the contrary, one should say, if I am not from me, who is for me? But after the fact, one must reconsider and believe that it was not by my power and the might of my hand that I did the mitzvah, but only by the power of the Creator who contemplated so about me in advance and so I had to do. There are two approaches. One approach is at the beginning of the action, connecting to the Creator to say that it all depends on me. And after the act, when you did what you thought you had to do, it all depends on the Creator. Yes. It is likewise in world worldly matters because spirituality and corporeality are equal. Therefore, before one goes out to make one's daily bread, he should remove his thoughts from private providence and say, if I am not for me, who is? He should do all the tactics applied in corporeality to earn his living as do others. But in the evening, meaning from the morning when a person goes to do something, he has to say, everything depends on me, there is no upper providence, there's no friends, I don't know anything. But that I'm taking them, I'm arranging, I'm doing everything depends on me. On the extent in which I put together Israel, the light and the creator are one. How I connect with my friends and with the friends we connect to the creator. I must cause these three things to be in connection and for this to be in such a correct way. But in the evening, when he returns home with his earnings, he must never think that he has earned this profit by his own innovations. Rather, even if he stayed all day in the basement of his home, he would still have earned his pay. For so the Creator contemplated for him in advance, and so it had to be. Just like he was certain at the beginning of the work that everything depends on the Creator alone, and all the rest kind of stabilizes them, and they're, they're not trying, but the person's doing it right now, arranging the Creator and the Ten and the whole world, and it all depends on Him. After He completed doing those, connected them, arranged them in His mind and His heart, he has come to a certain state. Then he needs to say, now it all depends on them and how they 
gathered and brought forth this work as it's written the Lord will complete it for me yes although the matters look contrary on the surface and are unreasonable one must believe that so the Creator has determined for him in his law from authors and from books this is the meaning of the unification of Havaya Elokim. Havaya means private providence, where the Creator is everything. And He doesn't need dwellers of material houses to keep to help Him. Elokim in Gematria is Hateva, the nature, where man behaves according to the nature that he instilled in the systems of the corporeal heaven and earth, and he keeps those rules as do the rest of the corporeal beings. And yet, he also believes in Havaya, meaning in private providence. By this, he unites them with one another, and they become as one in his hand. In this way, he brings great contentment to his Maker and brings illumination in all the worlds. There are no questions? Okay? If so, we'll continue, because I don't need to add. Here, it's truly written... In every verse, everything is very clear. Read it again. And this is the meaning of the, and this is the meaning of the unification of Havaya Elohim. Havaya means private providence, where the Creator is everything, and He does not need dwellers of material houses to help him. Elokim in Gimatria is Hateva, the nature, where man behaves according to the nature that he instilled in the systems of the corporeal heaven and earth, and he keeps those rules as do the rest of the corporeal beings. And yet, he also believes in Havaya, meaning in private providence. By this, he unites them with one another, and they become as one in his hand. In this way, he brings great contentment to his Maker and brings illumination in all the worlds. Uh, now we already have a few questions. Well, let's start with Kiev. Yes, dear Rav, about this Havaya Elohim, what are these two forms of providence? It's the combination of what the upper force does and what man does as the lower force. The Creator wants these two forces to eventually unite and operate together. Well, and that is what we want to happen. But you said that we seemingly are incorporated in the ten and we have to say that the work depends on us. 
what work is operating? It's called, if not for me, then who? That is the work of man. You know, you learn mathematics and technology a little, that we need to solve some problem uh, in uh, mathematics. So we sometimes take like X, which is permanent, a, a permanent variable, a constant, and then we only work with the rest. Then we do uh, another constant and do actions with X, and then we connect the variables. So here too, it's similar to that where once we say everything depends on the creator and nothing depends on a person, it doesn't mean that a person can do whatever he feels like. But whatever a person does, it's all the creator who's doing it with him. And later, we say the opposite. That the creator does everything but not the person himself then we put these two th- together these two variables together and we get a result slowly slowly it's not immediate but the approach is as such we need to understand that the wisdom of Kabbalah is a true science we operate this way in nature, but not in the nature of this small will to receive, which is limited in time and space, but in a different nature. So what is he writing for us here, Gilad? That this is the meaning of the unification of Havaya Elohim, what we just read now, that the secret of Havaya is the private providence where the Creator is everything, and He does not need dwellers of material houses to help Him. Meaning the Creator does not require any operation, any action from the side of man, that there's no action that I can do, bestow, or do something. It may seem to me like I'm doing something, but really, there's no matter in that. Yes. And Elohim in Gimatria is Hateva, the nature, where man behaves according to the nature that he instilled in the systems of heaven and earth, corporeally, and he keeps those rules as do the rest of the corporeal beings. And yet, he also believes in Havaya, meaning in private providence. By this, he unites them with one another, and they become one in his hand. And in this way, he brings great contentment to his maker, and he brings illumination in all the worlds. Well, this verse, this excerpt will come closer to us gradually, and we'll be able to observe it. Okay. Let's go ask some other friends. Who is Darom? Darom. Rav, he writes that Elohim is Hateva, the nature, and he goes according to the laws of nature. If I compare these two sentences, the two parts of the sentence, I need to live to go according to Elohim, to the Creator. But I live through the friends to Him. 
I have in the middle of the friends towards him. So how does that work out? Meaning the question is, what do you put into the framework of the definition of the word hateva, the nature? What is the nature exactly? Is it nature, the man's nature, human nature, the nature of human society, the nature of the planets and stars and uh, all the astronomy? What is nature? What is nature that we day after day also develop new scientific forms? Are they also nature? So we will scrutinize these things. But Elohim in Gimatra is Hateva, the nature, means that we are somehow coming closer to revealing the reality that is more tangible, more real, that there is nothing that belongs to some kind of mysterious forces Concealed, yes, since they're not revealed, but they're not that they're somehow what people fantasize about something that does not truly exist. We are in the system of nature, just that nature is broader. There's that which we don't reveal, and we need to gradually, slowly, slowly reveal. How correct is it to understand Havaya Elohim? In order to attain the necessary purpose of creation of the whole world, including the study of the wisdom of Kabbalah, which is the observance of Torah and Mitzvot. Rav. The study of Kabbalah brings us to the connection of Havaya Elohim. Whereas the entire upper providence that the Creator manages, lowers to our world, to internality and externality of the world and man and the society and all the upper worlds. All these are all in order for us through all the cases that we see on all the levels of the worlds connect to the Creator. Understand Him, feel Him, and unite ourselves between us and towards Him. That's called the unification of Havaya Elohim. Elohim is bestowal. It's the degree of Bina. Havaya is the degree of Keter. Now we will go to Turkey 3. Baruch are included in this system 
because we are part of creation we are also in the network of I don't know exactly what he is asking from all of creation specifically those that learn how to connect between us and between us and the creator they are in the connection of Havaya Elohim. It's exactly about that that I wanted to ask. So the nature of man is included in Hateva in Elohim or is it independent, differentiated against him? The nature of man is always connected to the nature of the Creator. The question is just how much man feels that connection. If that's what you're asking. I can maybe say or ask that all the creatures are actually, it's not clear if they feel the connection with the Creator. It's true that they're all connected with the Creator and then none of them can elude Him and they can only observe His will. That's for sure. But here we're talking about how much a person consciously enters this connection and wants to observe the will of the Creator. And to believe this more and more gradually, all his forces and all his qualities. So, Rav, if so, what is really correct? Is nature of man, of the Creator, manages man, or he gives him some kind of space for himself to operate? A person take, gets the opportunity to compare himself with nature in the form that him and nature will be able to as one be one as one Florida Florida yes thank you Rav isn't it true that I should believe that it's by my own hand all the time until I'm rewarded with this private providence because here he writes that I should also believe in private providence so I'm wondering why he says I should believe in private providence when I thought that it's the creator that rewards me with private providence Private providence is the level of connection with the Creator to which we need to reach. When we get there, we will see in what it exactly what it exactly includes. Pt six. 
It's not clear where the border is between, if not for myself, who and no else besides him. It's where the person does that, where a person does that. There's no law or border and some barrier stands and you know, this is the side of the creator and this is the side of the created being. It's a person who does that. Until he ascribes it all to the creator and reaches complete adhesion. The question is, where does man's work begin and end and where is the work of the creator? We could say that that which a person does, he needs to give it all to the creator. And then to the extent in which he seemingly can take from the creator and execute and, and keep it himself, it comes to a state in which everything ha- that happens between them, on one hand, he associates it with the creator, and on the other hand, he himself is willing to observe it all. And that's called complete vikut, complete adhesion. Well, we need to explain the essence of it, but that's how it is. Last question on that topic. If there's none but me, if it's not for me, then who? And none else besides him. Does it come one after the other, or are they happening in parallel? If not for myself, it comes first, where I want to really see myself as the one who organizes and observes the laws of nature as one, as one law. And I believe, or I place and observe everything in such a way that the Creator is one force, one special force in the center of all of reality. And when I arrange things and see them this way, I slowly discover that there's none else besides Him. That it's all... What I did is I did operate in order to reveal one one force, which to begin with operated as one. And it operated as one because he did all these obstacles and he confused me and did all these things for me and he taught me as a good teacher. So I will know the extent in which the uniqueness of this one force dwells on all places all the corridors of my mind and my heart PT22 Rav is this obligation of a person to if not for myself then who is it done so that later we will be able to say that there's none wiser than one who's experienced? It also belongs to that. You're right. Can. Rav, can I ask? Yes. Rav, he tells us that when a person goes to earn his daily earnings, he has to be ridden of private providence. What is it to take the 10 with you everywhere you go? Whoever studied mathematics knows that there are, that we sometimes have two, three, four variables in equations, yes? 
So we need to make all of them constants except for one and then solve towards the others and then find the other. And that's how through that where we stop all the variables other than one, we can discover the extent in which it belongs to the others or it is influencing the others. And that's how we do it. It's all according to the laws of nature that you cannot do it any other way. We are not capable of stabilizing the system of conditions if we take care of them all at the same time because we're limited. But later we come to a form in which all these things can happen simultaneously and we know what depends in each and everything and how we get along with them. We will learn that from our practical experience. Okay. Latin two. Latin two. Thank you very much, Rav. What we can give to the Creator is the first thought when you wake up? You can give everything to the Creator. Here he says that a person needs to rise from the bed with such a thought that really he associates it with the Creator. But it depends how you, how you wake up, how you awaken, how you recover. Are you truly day and night trying to be in adhesion to the Creator? And that you can say under the condition that you're in Arvut with the friends. That they're all holding you and you're holding each of them. And it's certain that you are in, in consistent adhesion. Well, and PT-29. Rav, the fact that we first go with, if not for myself, then who? And in the end, that he made it for me. Is this the opportunity to go straight against our nature? Where according to our nature, he wants to say that I don't need to do anything. And in the end, I need to say that I did everything. Let's go the way he recommends and we will see. You're asking about the end. In the end, we didn't get to the end yet. Can I ask, Rav? Yes. How is this work of unification actually influencing the collection, the general worlds? I didn't hear. There's noises there. I'll try again. How does this form of unification, which is the private work of a person, how does that influence or help the the whole of the worlds, like he writes in the excerpt. It connects later. It, right now, we're not discussing that yet. The question is redundant at the moment. But later, we'll discuss it. PT 18. 
Thank you very much, Rav. Rav, to our point, I will try to understand whether the force of separation and the shattering that is revealed between us and we are trying to unite it. Can we say that that's the unification of Havaya Elohim? Yes, we will get there. And the point of adhesion that is revealed at this time is it the end of the process or is there a continuation let us continue and you'll see okay thank you Rav Russian 2 Rav tell me please we're sitting in mixed tens now what do we need to think about I didn't understand what you said. Can you say it with an open mouth? We are sitting. Usually we work in our permanent tens and the morning lesson and here we're in mixed tens. Like, we're all the Russian speakers. So what do we need to think about during the lesson? You need to think about what we're studying. What's the question? I now need to learn the article, the letter from Balasulam. That's it. And I'm not thinking about anything but how to connect to Bala Sulam through this letter of his and to try to live what's living in the letter. To make of myself that desire that is included in this page of the letter and simply uh, spread out there. Can I, together with that, depict to myself that I imagine to myself that I'm connecting to the friends, if I can do that and work on that? Good. We have those who are beginning, we have those who are veterans. The veterans certainly need to really think during the reading of the article how they are together in one desire. Okay, where are we? This is the meaning of the three discernments, commandment, transgression, and permission. The commandment is the place of Kedusha. The transgression is the place of the Sitra Achra. And permission, which is neither a mitzvah, nor transgression is the place over which the Kedusha and the Sitra Achra fight. When a person does permitted things but does not dedicate them to Kedusha, that entire place falls into the domain of the Sitra Achra. And when a person grows stronger and engages in permitted things to make unifications as much as he can, he returns the permission into the domain of Kedusha. Meaning this all depends on a person. A person decides where the part of Kedusha is, where the part of the Kripa is, and what he associates to which part. Next. Thus I have interpreted what our sages said. It follows that the physician 
has been given permission to heal. That is, although the healing is certainly in the hands of the Creator, and human tactics will not move him from his place, the Torah nevertheless still informs us and shall cause him to be thoroughly healed. To let you know that it is permitted that this is the place of the campaign between mitzvah and transgression. It follows that we ourselves are obliged to conquer that permission under the Kedusha. But how is it conquered? When a person goes to an excerpt physician who prescribes him a medication that has been tried and tested a thousand times, and after he takes the medicine, he is cured. He must believe that without the doctor, the Creator would still cure him for his longevity has been preordained. Thus, instead of singing and praising the human doctor, he thanks and praises the Creator. By so doing, he conquers the permitted under the domain of Kedusha. It is likewise in the rest of the matters of permission. By this, he expands the boundaries of Kedusha, so that the Kedusha expands to its fullest measure. And he suddenly sees himself in his full stature, standing and living in the palace of holiness. Indeed, the boundaries of Kedusha have so expanded that it reached his own place. Understand this well. Shall I continue? Let's see. Let's see what's happening. Other than Kiev, we don't have internet is later. But we also need to ask the women. Well, well, well. Okay. Kiev won fast. Uh, yes, dear Rav, it's written that after here you already chose. Then you nevertheless need to strengthen in order to implement the unification. What does it mean to strengthen in order to implement the unification? You need to connect with the group and only there you complete your correction. Um, okay. What are we doing? Read. I've already explained all the above said to you several times because this matter is an obstacle to several people who have no clear perception of private providence. And a slave feels comfortable with a life without a master. Instead of work, he prefers to trust and desires even more to revoke the questions from his faith and acquire supernatural omens. This is why they are punished and put themselves to death. For since the sin of Adam Arishon onward, the Creator has devised a correction to this sin 
in the form of unification of Havaya and Elohim, as I have explained. This is the meaning of, by the sweat of your face you shall eat bread. It is human nature that what one obtains through one's own efforts, it is very hard for him to say that it is the Creator's gift. Thus, he has room for work to exert in complete faith in private providence and decide that he would obtain all this even without his work. By this, that transgression is sweetened. Therefore, once you knew and wrote that nature is a condition from the Creator, why do you settle once again for occasionally breaching the condition of it came to pass in favor of it will come to pass. One who breaches the Creator's terms will certainly fail because he does not unite Havaya and Elohim. And one who says, I will sin and repent is not permitted to repent. Also, why the experiments when there are practical actions? I also understand how you come to think that there is no need to establish private providence. And I have already warned you about it many times. And what you wrote about the sentence to regret the continuation of the flesh, it is certainly a must. If you are a strong man, throughout the day and always, you will not find stains during the examination. That is, you too helped a little to this completion. It is all the more so at a time of anger as well as during envy and feeling of pride and so forth. All these are stains that come from the creation of ideas that there are my power and the might of my hand in my possessions and property. However, it takes great craftsmanship to avoid falling into negligence in the work because of it, for he will not be able to vex the good inclination over the evil inclination and say, if I am not for me, who is for me, etc. As it is written, and the fool is boasting and confident. However, as I have written above in the name of the Baal Shem Tov, all the above are fixed, irrevocable laws. They are eternal. We need to understand that his thoughts are not our thoughts. When it comes to the Creator, there is no issue of oppositeness in reality. It is all the evaluation of our five senses. We should also understand that all the letters and the combinations are desired by us. But in the upper one, everything includes two forms, meaning contentment and anger, which surround 
every incident in the world. Contentment includes rest and all its pleasures, and anger includes all the power of movement and every and every movement, renewal of creation, which is the meaning of maker of light and creator of darkness. Okay, we read it kind of one time. We jumped from words to sentences to one another. And maybe we will also ask the women now before we advance onwards to not forget with them about them. Please, women. Yes, hello, Rav. The questions from the women and the men are here. From Moscow 20, they're asking, how does a person decide how to relate to the Kripa or Kedusha if the Creator sends everything? Of course the Creator sends everything. There's none else besides Him. So if I hear there's none else besides Him, so I can go home and not do anything? Lay in my bed, do whatever is convenient for me, and all the rest, let the Creator take care. After all, there's no other force that's operating. Or is there a certain part of creation that's on me that I have to enter into creation and decide? And certainly come to a state in which I need to be a partner. So the fact that there's none else besides him only shows that it's the creator that decides this eventually. But together with that, if it's not for me, then who? then I can oblige the Creator for Him to do something. Also upon me and also towards all of reality because it's all one closed round system. Hence we need to look at all these things as them all being integral. That everything operates as one. Hence, each of us is dependent on everyone, and we're all dependent on one, and the Creator is dependent on the created beings, and the created beings are dependent on the Creator. And the fact that we say that there's none else besides Him, we are talking already about the laws that the Creator created. But within those laws, we have the possibility to change our state in approaching the corrections from zero to 100%. Please. From Moscow 8, they're asking, so what enables us to choose correctly and what influences the choice? Only our appeal to the Creator influences our choice. There's nothing else. If I connect with the friends, which probably the Creator arranged them for me, how exactly, I don't know, but He arranged them. If I receive this 10 and operate in it, then I am already connected with the Creator. Whether I feel it or don't, understand it or don't, that's not so important. I'm connected with Him. And from here onwards, I'm already beginning to be connected to Him in a mutual way. That's it. Therefore, to the extent in which I try to bring my ten to a state 
that it is as close as possible to the Creator. This is my work. This is my attainment, my understanding, my exertion. Everything is actually something that I can express, discover only in the connection between the friends in the ten. From Mark 25 they're asking how to implement the principle of if not for me then who in the work in the ten. That it all depends on the extent in which I invest myself in building the ten as the partzuf from ten sfirot. In the matter of Havaya, is it the effort for connection in the ten? The effort of connection is certainly in the ten. Yes. Where can it be? No, she's asking actually if that action is the effort, if Havaya is the effort for connection in the ten. Yes, 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 of course. Havaya is the effort. Wait, inside this effort, as much as we exert, as much as we stand before the disturbances, by this we establish the ten and raise it to the heights that are began in the ten from connection of positive and negative forces to reveal the Creator. At first we don't feel because there are not, not such great differences between black and white, but later more and more and then certain grays that start to happen and then yes uh, black and white just like if, if you remember there were old movies black and white and then colors that's how we get to the colors and there were movies on a certain background now there are movies that can bring you the feelings uh, stereo etc this is how we enter into connection with the actions of the creator to the revelation of the creator they're asking from Darom is Havaya mean Havaya uh, direct light from above down and Elohim is the reflected light from below upwards yes and yes this is something we yet need to learn how this takes place because both in this and in that there's our common work between a person and the creator could we say that our task is to make it all connection with the Creator because His goal is to bring us to perfection? Yes. From Hebrew, how will we attain the force of, if not for me, then who, uh, despite all the resistances, so that we will be in adhesion with none else besides Him? These difficulties are rising on purpose in order to confuse you 
so that you will decide specifically upon all these confusions that there's none else besides him. And through this, it's like an exercise that is done to us at school, where more and more and more all kinds of disturbances come our way, and we are confused and don't know how to connect them to the same one source, and all the work is that we're constantly connecting all the disturbances in our life only to the Creator, and through the friends, which is necessary, otherwise we will not build one network, because the problem is not that we're... Constantly locating the creator to say that he did it, but through that, through all these searches, we are stabilizing ourselves as one net, as parts of the one soul. And then we discover the creator who is operating inside us. Jose from Latin 4 is asking if we in the world, meaning outside of the 10, we're not allowed to implement the laws that we uh, learn in the 10, like love thy friend is thyself, faith above reason, that it all comes from the Creator? It depends where we are and how we are connected. But between us, we must constantly try to realize and implement these laws, but when we are in a foreign environment, in relations between people, we cannot do that. This needs to truly be differentiated, this from that. Avi from Revadim is asking, from what we read, according to the words that we're reading, it seems like we're talking about problems with earnings. Are we talking about corporeal actions and corporeality? No, I wouldn't now mix this with that. Turkey free. Turkey free. Thank you, Rav. Could there be a situation in which a person needs to come to a state that if not for myself, then who, through effort, meaning to cut the previous faith so that the new faith will be able to grow. Repeat it. Can there be a situation that if not for myself, then who, when a person comes to that through effort, meaning he cuts his connection with the previous faith in order to get there? Very truth and stable. Truly, we leave the previous degree, we go to the next degree. How to cut the faith, how to believe, how to you rise to the higher up degree and you are even more bestowing to the Creator. You're giving it place to operate in your world. You move your ego and you want the Creator in this new part of his will reveal himself, disclose himself, his, his governance. 
could it be that between the state of if not for myself and none else besides him that we will go through two states of course certainly of course have one Hebrew one Rav, almost in the end he writes and what I wrote about the sentence to be sorry about the providence of the flesh can you explain what he has a few words there can you explain what he means this whole paragraph no I want you to talk between you even that we only have five minutes talk between you as much to the point about this letter it's very important we'll probably come back to it again I'm sure and I'm happy that you're going deeper inside and that we're operating with the lack of time and it's good it's good it's actually a sign of a blessing that we want more and more to enter and to connect and there are external limitations so let's I am completing with you with this and you're staying for another five minutes at least if you want more in connection and scrutiny let's go Gilad you're remaining as responsible yes we're doing a workshop in the tens and the groups that we're in yes what's the main message or the messages from the letter that we just studied today okay so be a captain Yes, well, first of all, Baal Salam is trying to arrange the approach of how we need to relate to the reality that he's in, that there's no mysterious forces here, that your fate depends upon, but it's very clear that you are going out in the morning, it all depends on you, and when you look Eventually, at the end of the day, you need to see that the upper force managed you 100%. Kolman. Yes, and we can start working on this. Simply assume that such a thing exists. One upper force that causes everything to happen and then the whole life is sorted out and the whole goal of bestow. And this assumption just proves itself to be correct, especially when we're working with the friends. Yes, to work on this in the 10, that which we wake up in the morning and the prayer is that the friends depend on me. That's the prayer that comes to me at first. And it's not for me, but for them, like we learn for several days now. And this is the way. We're not asking for anything for ourselves because we're not any better than the friends 
My 10 depends on me. And I need to start my morning with that. And at the end of the day, of course, in the closing of the day, before I go to sleep, once again, connect with the friends, with the 10. There we scrutinize the extent in which the Creator was inside our 10. Yossi. I feel how important this letter is. We kind of need to see how we really arrange our entire work from, if not for myself, then who, as the Creator, is observing all the laws of nature, and we need to put all our attitude into the ten. And it's a very important move for this relation to operate so that at the end of the day we will feel that he did, does, and will do all the deeds. Alex. Yes, but before that it all depends on me. There's no point in expecting that someone will arrange these relations in our ten. Rather, we need to operate and whatever you can do and your the might of your hands you should do. And expect behind all the actions to say that these are all these efforts, but only after all these efforts and the connection between us. It's amazing that this attitude between none else besides him and if not for me, then who? Because we're actually building none else besides him. We're starting from a place that he doesn't exist. That's why we need, if not for me, then who? After the actions of connection in the ten, we actually identify none else besides him in all the actions that we put forth the efforts in. But we're not allowed to put our hands down and say, ah, whatever the Creator will do, will do. But rather he does it through the efforts that I make. And then eventually I see that it was him. Yes, and where do I take these forces from of if not for me, who? Then really... We learn gradually to discover that there's none else besides him. And this force that is not for me, then who? I take that force to go out with it outwards from the Creator, which eventually brings me to the matter that there's nothing here, there's no personal providence here, it's the general providence on us all, and we actually belong to the same source. Yes, it's really such a powerful attitude that we have to put inwards into the ten to be in prayer for the creators to receive this attitude of none else besides him, that he has to give all the forces and associate all of reality that the Creator is managing this whole world. In the end, you discover that you didn't do anything, but rather He did it all. And it's all how concerned you were with everyone to be connected in the ten and feel that, and that they are actually incorporated in the upper one. Yes, and with that we will conclude the lesson with a song. Thank you. Let us spread this light. Shamati, Shamati, we must all unite.
changing, it's changing fast. Economy is crashing. We can't figure out, we don't ask why. Nature is talking. It speaks to us, but we don't hear a word. It's a global connection. Its next blow will be much worse. Let's reveal the message. Shamati, Shamati. Love will light the way. Shamati, Shamati. I heard a wise man say. Shamati, Shamati. Let us spread this light. Shamati, Shamati. We must all unite. Chasing pleasures all our lives. What is the purpose? No satisfaction on to the next. You tell me, is it worth it? What we long is to be loved because we're all connected. So let us join our hearts as one. We'll never feel rejected. Shamati, Shamati. Love will light the way. Shamati, Shamati. I heard a wise man say, Shamati, Shamati. Let us spread this light. Shamati, Shamati. Let us all unite. La 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 Love will light the way. Shamati, Shamati. I heard a wise man say, Shamati, Shamati. Let us spread this light. Shamati, Shamati. Let us all unite.